Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that, with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are transmogrified from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Welcome to Valorith Speed Dating. Due to recent events, we want to make it easier to find the love of your life without having to resort to necromantic practices. Join us for Valorith Speed Dating Night at the Lingering Flame to find your Lingering Flame. Come prepared with your best icebreakers and dressed in your spiffiest attire to impress all of Valorith's attractive singles. Flowers will be available for sale on site, Friday nights at 5. Valorith Speed Dating taking the romance back from necromancy. Hello everyone and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my overwhelmed cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo and heart musician who comes from a long line of classical composers, if that wasn't already obvious by his name, and actually enjoys his birth name. His mom, who goes by B, absolutely loves classical music and everything theater, but despises her birth name. Turns out, Sebastian's grandparents thought they were having a boy. They decorated the nursery with the boy name on the wall, custom-made clothes, and even a small child's piano with the boy name engraved on it. To my grandparents' surprise, my mom popped out. They were completely frazzled, and wanting to keep all of the custom decorations and clothing, didn't know what to do. So they scrambled, and ended on Beethovena. So she goes by B because she's Beethovena. Beethovena. They were going to call your mom Beethovena. All right. There's well, a if he was a boy. <laughs> if he was a boy. What? Yeah, but that's still pretentious as fuck. So? <laughs> what if it was like B hold it's a girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, goddammit. <laughs> what a name that would be. Because they thought they were having a boy, so Beethoven was all over the walls and the piano and the clothes. So they just added an A at the end. <laughs> you know? Beethoven. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, all right. Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> Anna Brisbane. Uh, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Xander Gucci Supreme, and for three years, I couch hopped between all my homies' houses because I kept spending too much on shoes and cameras and couldn't afford actual rent, so I'm secretly hoping we stay in Fendrea for a little while longer so they forget how much I actually owe them. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid the debt collectors. <laughs> That's very Xander, too. And Vince Perito. Jet the Boulder Chambers, got the puppy, 
rewinding back to when we had the puppy and the big burly guy doing the D&D stuff. He really liked playing a rogue, but he never wanted to play a paladin. He hated paladins. So the second that he finds out that he's actually a paladin in real life, he's going to be pissed. This is so meta. I can't wait until you start to talk about how Jet was asked to be on a podcast about Hollywood actors getting thrown into the Dungeons and Dragons world. We're going to get so meta. Listen, listen, we have some other names that that we, we toyed with other than cast party. So we can throw that your way for the next <gasps> intro. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's get right into it and talk about what happened last time. We start off with a scuffle amongst the options and the two men in the captain's chambers. Sebastian got in too deep before the one man was burning on the ground and the other put down his katana and gave up on the fight. Jet slapped, you know. You learn these men were part of the Ashen Phoenix and were here to find the poetry book. Sebastian found a black studded leather jacket in the closet that he can change as he pleases. Cleo looked through the journals and notebooks and found a diary of Captain Veyrell. She discovered he was stalking her mother a long time ago. After the date of her mother's death, his handwriting became less coherent. Some passages included necromantic research and letters with one Crisia, who said she could help him. The writings finally started including Infernal, including a poem. You grab the katana, the original job in Jaria's handwriting, and 125 gold. You all decided to set off to Samaras Manor to see if this captain was hiding there. Entered the back door, headed into the main room, and you saw runes drawn on the floor in the library. You snuck up to see the captain not in his right mind, and looking less and less elven, almost in a demonic state. He was hunched over Cleo's father as Cleo ran in and caused him to laugh uncontrollably from a poetic jab. You began untying Malvis before the captain stood up and began attacking you all. Blueberry turned into a fierce white lioness and kept the captain busy as the rest of you were able to free Malvis from his restraints. The captain was able to overpower Blueberry and bring her down before turning his attention to Cleo, all while trying to bring up memories deep from your past that you all were able to fight through. He tried this over and over again with Cleo, yet she was able to resist him, Cleo had one last jab with a limerick to the captain before he fell backwards and Cleo spit on his corpse. Cleo and Malvis had a rocky start to a reunion, but it quickly turned heartfelt and they chose to be in each other's lives again. They decided to get kicked out of Valorth together. After a night of rest, you all joined together at the lingering flame before Cleo recited a heartfelt goodbye and you slept for the night. You left the inn in the morning after a well-deserved rest. Now... You are outside in the beautiful morning sunshine as a cloud passes between you and the sun. You can hear the wind whipping off of the ocean, but aren't able to feel any of the gusts because of the large walls and buildings around you. You are just about to pass a bustling market where the morning people of Valorith are out and about buying imported goods. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? Is it in bad taste that we stayed in an inn called the Lingering Flame the night after Haven burned down? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. That's actually a very good point. It's kind of poetic, though, don't you think? <laughs> so you guys all mentioned you were probably going to go back to Al's Chemicals to get out of Valrith. Yeah, how on earth are we going to get home? Yeah, like, do they have, like, border checks into Pastow? 
Like, could we just leave like without having to crawl through a hole? We could probably leave. I mean, it's probably a lot easier to get out than to get in, but we have to go get those boats that we left on the shore. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, I forgot about those boats. Oh, yeah, we got to bring them back. Yo, we got to go back to the house. We do. Yeah. We got a long little boat trip. We got to go back through Al's. <sighs> Let's just see what we can sneak through. I'm going to warm up my arms and uh, get ready to row back. Yeah, but what are we what are we going to do when we get into Al's? He is not going to be happy to see us in the slightest bit. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace and we're going to be super duper sneaky. Oh god. Weren't one of y'all like super buddy buddy with him though? Like when we left there, y'all were y'all were on good terms. Blueberry was. He was charmed. That wasn't real. If it goes badly, then I'll charm him again. But first, let's just try to be sneaky. All right. All okay. Right. I'm with it. All right, I agree. Wait, does anyone remember? Does anyone remember if when we left, did his door have a bell? Any sort of alarm to alert him of new customers? I don't think so. All right, so no bell. Because we're going to sneak through. Like, I'm assuming we're going to go through the front, right? Yeah. Wait, let's look around and see if there's a back door first. Good call. You guys start heading back towards Al's chemicals. Xander, there's something in your pocket. Oh, oh my fucking God. Son uh, of a bitch. Well, I can't reach in with my right hand, so I have to... Double mitten. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> yeah, just, just start stacking them. Just collect I... them like Pokemon cards at this point. Yeah, you have to reach in with that hand. I, I can't... Fi- it doesn't fit. That's that's the thing. Like It doesn't fit in your pocket? It's a mitten, dog. Have you seen Bernie's hands? They're massive. <laughs> I'm assuming the Gucci pants are pretty tight, too. I mean, yeah, they're sweatpants, but like, oh. still, don't want to stretch them out. What if we hold you upside down and shake you so it falls out? <laughs> I'm just going to reach my left hand in my pocket because Xander's kind of a dit, so he just forgets things. Roll a d20. That was a 20. Oh, Ooh. shit. You got a nat 20? Yeah. That's got to be something good then, right? God, I hope so. You take your left hand. You go deep in your pocket. As your hand goes in, you feel nothing. And then all of a sudden, there's this mushy, wet substance. No, dude. It's thick. Lasagna. No. Lasagna. And it smells like marinara sauce. (laughs) 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 What? Xander, as you pull it out, this looks like very pristine lasagna. And it's glowing. What? Uh, okay. This is a single superior healing potion. Oh. Which heals back 8d4 plus 8 HP when eaten. <laughs> Jesus Those Christ. Those are so expensive. It is lasagna. It is food. It does go bad. Oh. All right. Does anyone have a bag or like a piece of newspaper or something? I need... Do we do we still have that that wanted poster that had that homie on it? You guys have gotten multiple little baggies full of coins, so you would be able to like as you distribute them, there would be a big enough sack of coin to fit your soggy lasagna. Alternatively, in. someone here has already drunk their pepper up potion. You could just like stuff it into that bottle. I have a vial of poison. <laughs> I can dump that out. I I I'm gonna be honest with all y'all. I don't think I want a vial of lasagna. Um, might get some <laughs> sauce in there, but uh, I'll I'll take the this little like cloth sack and keep the lasagna in there. That's so much worse. Oh, uh, is it? 
with it making contact with the cloth? Come on. Yeah, I would want glass around that, man. What are you doing? How big is the file? I'm, it's like, yeah, so just smush it in there. Make a little lasagna smoothie, you know? It's better than having cloth in your lasagna. It's going to be pre-chewed at that point. You're having to shove it in this tiny little hole. Yeah, a little lasagna milkshake. Are you? How are you going to get it out? You're going to have to, like, shake the shit out of that thing. You're going to have to get a little, like, bamboo shoot or something and pull it out that way. Xander, as you start putting it in the cloth bag, Namora moves closer to you and hands you two vials that have stuff in them. Oh, shit. What you got, little guy? Fun. Fun. Fun? Fun. 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 Okay. All right. Um, He hands you two vials. These are the ones you saw that he was playing with that he stole from Al's Chemicals. Okay. What color are they? One has a lot of spices in it. But it smells strongly of saffron and mint, which is a weird combination. One vial is a dark black liquid, very thin, almost like a soy sauce consistency. It does the same thing as soy sauce, where if you like shake it up, it'll leave a trail on the, the side of the glass vial as it cascades down. Oh, tight. I think I got uh, some spices. must have gotten it from the house. I think I saw a little dude playing with these. So, you know, I guess we got seasoning. Does your lasagna need seasoning? Or do you, are you just supposed to be drinking those on your own? I would never take a shot of straight soy sauce. Again. Anyway, two owls chemicals. When you arrive back to the southwestern portion of the city, you see, now in the light, many of these buildings around are residences. There's lots of people moving around. And then owls chemicals is here. Being really the only shop nearby, it currently has its doors closed and a closed sign on the door. Great. Two Valorith guards are inside talking with Al. Oh, no. Um, One seems to be writing some stuff down as Al is getting flustered, but laughing with them. Laughing? Well, okay, they look happy. We hide from them. We don't want to be seen. Okay, is there like an alley or a side, side window, door, something like that that we could go through? You see right now that because of how these buildings are set up, this building, it's two stories, has a small balcony on the front. It is directly next to other houses on each side. So they basically share a wall. Yeah. Oh, no. But if you would like to go around back, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it doesn't hurt to check. Why would he be laughing? I know. They look all happy, happy buddy, buddy in there. I'm assuming that has something to do with us. Y'all never laugh when you're nervous? A lot? Because, like, that's probably, like, a like a nervous laugh, right? Why would he be nervous? I don't know. I'm, I'm always nervous when I talk to the cops. Not that I have any reason to be, usually. But it's like, you know, it's just, <laughs> there. it's authority, dog. How often do you talk to cops? Well, it's been about a week, at least. How long have we been in Fendrea? A week. So as you guys are moving over there, if you're trying to get around back, give me a stealth check. Do we get past? I am casting pass without yes. a trace. Jet is going to need this. Also, this is the first time I am rolling with my brand new dice. Let's hope it's good. 20. 26. 17. 31. Wait, what? <laughs> you just got to double people, don't you? You guys start heading around back. Kind of like have to count. All right, well, this one, it's, it's third over from the left. So as you go counterclockwise around these sets of buildings, you're kind of doing it more stealthily as trying not to bring attention to yourself, not necessarily like hiding from sight. And you're able to find the back of Al's chemicals. There is not a door here, though there is 
a ladder that leads to a semi-fire escape. It's got plants and stuff on this like sort of balcony-type fire escape. And there do seems to be windows and a door up there. Okay, guys. So, remember when we left the basement? There was, uh, th- there was stairs leading up to the main floor, but then immediately after that, there were stairs leading up to the top. So, if we can all get up through that ladder, get on the balcony, we can sneak in. As long as we can find the stairs, we can totally avoid the main portion of the, the store where the crazy guards are, and we can just yeet on downstairs and get to the tunnel. Lead the way, Bastion. Oh, God. Okay. I don't know where this balcony's gonna go, but do you think he lives here? He probably lives here, too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably. Would any of you take Al for the married type? What? You Are you looking? Like, what's, uh, what's up? Oh, you're wondering if someone else would be home up yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we could just take our chances. Sebastian, sneak up and listen. Yeah. Sneaky peek. I'll do a little peek through the window and listen through the door. You start heading up the ladder, get up to this balcony. There is window, door, window. The first window looks like it goes to a closet. Okay. Who's got windows in their closets? Yeah, that's odd. (laughs) As you're doing this, give me perception. Okay. Ooh, 18. It seems to be that this closet was kind of made. This seems like an aftermarket closet. Looks like he put it in himself. So the walls in here are not super like well-made. It's almost like when your dad tries to build a deck, but you don't really want to stamp on the deck because you're worried it's going to fall through. So it looks like he kind of set it up himself, though there is a door on the other side. The door itself seems to lead to a hallway. And then further to the left, as you get closer, you can see kitchen type area. It's like for food prep. And as you get closer, you can hear a woman. She is singing quietly. You hear splashing and laughing. Oh, no. I'm going to climb back down the ladder. Okay, so there's a little bit of a predicament uh, Al's definitely hooked up. I think there's kids, too. Kids? I don't know. I heard laughing and splashing. I'm assuming they're playing while they're cooking to the left. But then there's there's a closet on the right. Or if we just go through the door, go straight to the hallway. I don't know where the hallway goes. To a stairwell, I would assume. I hope so. So do we just bum rush it? I think we could take a couple kids. <laughs> oh, oh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I guess we just try to sneak on through the hallway and just go for Do it. Do we want all of us going in there, though? We all gotta go. You see me, though, right? I'm not the best at sneaking. We gotta try. We got the spell on. We'll try. There's no other way to get to the boats. If it goes bad, we run or we charm. Well, I go last. We're probably the sneakiest, so we should go first, and then if someone alerts you, or is alerted of you, then I just run. Just book it. Sebastian, you head up. You're trying to just sneak open the door? Yeah, real quiet. You go open the door uh, ahead of you. This hallway goes directly straight, and there's also a separate hallway going to the right a little bit down, uh, about 20 feet in front of you. I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to whisper, okay, there's a, there's a, there's a little kind of skirt. Like halfway down the hallway. We're going to go in. We're going to go right and pray that fucking goes downstairs. As you're looking, you do see that there is a door to the left, which you can imagine is the door to the kitchen. Okay. That is open. Yeah, there's there's definitely people there. So we're going to have to be real sneaky like and just, just go right. Just go. Just go. Okay, I'm going. 
Sebastian, you sneak a little bit. You're able to move relatively quickly. You are feeling the power of the past without trace. You're feeling light on your feet. You walk by the kitchen nimbly. You could see that there is a woman who is singing. There is like a large basin on the ground. There's a small child that is being bathed in it. She is currently facing away from the door. Perfect. You head right. And then there is a door and another stairwell going downward. The door is closed. I want to peek in the door. You peek in the door. This seems to be the parents' room. Okay. I'm going to shut it. I'm not, I'm not going to risk anything. And then we can make our way down the stairs. I would go as soon as he passed the open door. You're able to. Xander, you're able to. Hype. Jet. Oh. You're able to. Oh, yes! <laughs> Sebastian. Yeah. Oh. You get down to the bottom of the stairs. You see the stairs going down to the basement. You're hearing Al. He is currently telling the guard how he fended off five intruders all on his own, but he needs to file damages. So that's what they're talking about. But he's definitely talking up how, how amazing he did in the fight. I'm going to wave everybody down. No, I'm going to go. 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 I'm not going to do what I'm thinking. I'm going to go. You make it downstairs. When I get downstairs, I'm opening the, the hatch and getting ready to, like, rush everybody. Blueberry goes, makes it downstairs. Xander makes it, has a little bit of a flashback and thinks of the word shopkeep as he passes the spot where he tried to stab Jet. <laughs> Jet, you're able to get down really easily. They seem pretty distracted. All the guards were very interested in Al's story even though it was mostly false. And you're able to get back into the hatch and easily skirt back out to the top of Valrith Island. Da-na-na. Da-na-na. Xander, do you remember which path we have to take? Yeah, yeah, it was that one. Oh, okay, all right. I want to lead the way. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to test you because I knew exactly which one to take, but I just wanted to make sure that you remembered seeing as, you know, like I'm the leader of the, the whole trail-making thing. Right, so. yeah, and the one that I pointed to, I'm saying this to the director, is the most difficult one. The one that he found initially? Yeah. So that's the one that we're going to take. It's the easiest of them all to take, so... Jack, give me an athletics check. I trust Xander. I'll just follow him wherever he goes. Easy path. Mm -hmm. Ten? You are struggling. (laughs) The other three who go down the easy path, you don't need to roll for me. You just are able to do so in the light. You are down by the boats. You're chilling. You're getting the boats out. You can see Jet is struggling like mad. One point he gets his boot stuck in between two rocks. You take a small tumble into some thorn bushes and take four piercing damage. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Thank god these things are still here. I don't know what we would do if they weren't here. (sighs) Who is sitting where and who is rowing? Jet's in front picking out thorns from his forearms and legs. Then it's Sebastian. Sure. Then Blueberry. And then me. Jet and Xander, give me athletics as you start rowing. 16. 8. Jet is struggling. He didn't get all the thorns out. Uh, Every once in a while, he gets a rough pinch, and he needs to kind of stop. So Xander has to, like, wait for him to get going, or else his boat starts to, like, curl around the side. There is a beautiful morning breeze coming from the sea here. The water glimmers with the low angle of the morning sunshine from the east. It is rather calm. Gets a little chilly when a few large clouds pass by the sun, though they don't remain that long. Jet, 
how are you feeling right now? Tired, first off. Been a long couple days. Still somewhat processing everything that just happened. Not really knowing what to think of it, I guess. What are you doing? Rowing, of course. I mean, who else is going to take care of getting back to uh, Zephyr's place? But also, I want to think back to home. Jet, as you're thinking, your eyes feel drawn to something that you see moving in the distance. Far in the distance, to the northwest, over this large landmass, you can see a gigantic flying creature. No. The sun bounces off of it like someone was shining a flashlight at a mirror. It's a huge winged creature with a long tail the length of its body trailing it. It flaps its massive wings and disperses clouds that rise above these large mountaintops in the distance. How far away is it from us? A couple thousand feet. Probably between a mile and a half and two miles. I want to try to take like a real good, like squint my eyes and take a good look at this. Give me perception. Blueberry, as you are sitting here, you see that Jet is starting to be fixated on something else. Your passive perception, you can see that he is not doing his job as well as he was at the start. And his eyes seem fixated in the distance. I want, I want to kind of grab onto my necklace and really focus in. That's a 17. Even from a distance, you can see that one of its wings is maimed. There are small holes in it, and it seems to be favoring one wing during flight. It also seems to have complete control of its tail as it's flying. What does the tail look like? This is metallic. I'm sorry, metallic? Everything about this creature is metallic. It almost looks like scales. Can I follow his gaze? Blueberry, you see a large creature. Do I know what kind it is? Give me intelligence or nature. Dirty 20. This is a dragon. Oh my god. Are you seeing this shit? That's a... As he turns around, Blueberry, you can see he had just grabbed his necklace out. You see Jet's necklace currently has a pinpoint of light on it. Um, It begins moving along the pendant as if someone was drawing, leaving a glowing trail that forms the outline of a dragon's head drawn in profile. Uh, uh, okay, there's a lot happening right here. Guys, there's a fucking dragon flying over there. Jet's in front of me. If he's turning around, I feel like I would be focused on his pendant real quick. Picture time. As you do so, Xander, you get a picture of this dragon as it disperses another cloud and goes beyond these mountaintops. Also, your necklace was growing with like a dragon shape. Yeah, for, forget the dragon. Look at, look at your fucking necklace. What do you mean forget the dragon? I want to look down at my necklace. You see this outline still there and it slowly starts to fade and then just reveals your normal metallic necklace. While holding on to it, can I try to focus more on that? Give me a religion check. That is a 12. The wind seems to 
stop and then start and then stop and then start and then stop and then start while holding on to the necklace can I can I try to talk to the dragon can you hear me you get nothing come back to me there is wind Hey, hey, Blueberry, this is going to be a real dumb question. I know what it is before I'm asking it. Jet's mom wasn't a dragon, right? Jet, was your mom a dragon? I mean, unless she had a past I didn't know about, uh, I don't believe so. I mean, how are we even supposed to know? What if, like, people from our world are secretly from this world and they got, you know, in the our world? True. Xander is always talking about that lizard people conspiracy. That could be like dragons, They right? could be from here and in our world. Do you see me? Do I have scales? I want to stand up. Do I have a tail? Yo, don't stand in the boat. Look at this. Look at this right now. Do you see? Do I have a tail? I don't think so. I'm sorry. Sorry, bro. I don't know. It's I'm back to rowing. <laughs> Sorry, I get a little defensive about my mom. Where's that necklace from? My mom gave it to me. Oh. What for? She gave it to me a couple of years ago. It was it was after a rough time with our family. You seem like you're pretty close with your mom. Very. Was that her necklace? She got it for me. It was a promise that we'd never leave each other and that we'd always be together. And it's something that I've held dear to me ever since. And she she had one just like it so that we could share that bond. Like friendship necklaces. About, yeah. It was It was during a time that was earth-shattering for the both of us. We needed each other because at that point, We only had each other. So why would it pulse with, like, dragon pictures? That, I'm clueless. But didn't you say that when you heard your mom's voice, it was coming from your necklace? Yes. Maybe it's like a communication device of some sorts. It's almost like it is. And any moment I get, I'm going to try to contact her again. I don't know how to do it. I don't know when to do it, but I'm going to try as much as I can. Yo, Jet, you talk to your mom like every morning, right? Every day. Was it like around the same time? Like were you calling like on your drive to work at like 7 a.m. or whatever? I would usually drive to the studio and give her a call. I would call her on my lunch break and then on my ride home. If I wasn't going to see her, I'd be calling her. Maybe try like, I don't know, talking with a necklace when you got a moment alone around those times. Get back into that routine. See if you get anything back. How do I know that this time is the same as as her time? I mean, it's got to be, right? Because the last time, I feel like that night when you heard her, you were running on the beach around sunset. We all went back to the, the tent to just chill. And you went off for your evening run. That's true. Maybe they're at least close. Can't hurt, right? What time is it right now? It's morning. The sun's not high. While holding onto my necklace, can I try to connect to my mom? Yeah, I'm going to have to ask you for a separate religion check. It's a two. (laughs) Your hand shakes a bit. You're nervous. You're thinking of all these different things. 
and you can't quite focus on just one. So it's very hard to even get a read on if anything around you is different. Did you get anything? Just a little vibration in my hand. Like I got a text message in my hand or something. I don't know. Well, maybe she'll hit you up later. Is that dragon gone? Did it look injured to you guys? I, I got a I got a picture of it. If you want to take a closer look while we roll back. I don't know if I could see it in a picture. I just the way it was flying was kind of crooked. It seemed to be favoring one of its wings more than the other, and you were able to see small holes. It almost looked like the light was shining through it a little bit more. For for how far away this thing was, how big do we perceive it to be? Ooh, give me I think that's just intelligence. It's a one. Oh With a one, God. you think it's at least 890 feet long. Did you guys see this thing? This thing is almost a mile long. Oh, my God. This is insane. It wasn't that far away. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Did you see how big this thing was in the sky? I swear to God, it covered half the sky. Listen, I'm not shocked by this shit anymore. We've been here long enough. We've seen demons and devils and all this shit. But I would have noticed if it was a mile Listen, long. Listen, I just saw this thing with my two own eyeballs. This thing was massive. I swear to God, it was bigger than space itself. What? Oh, my God. How can we take something on like that? Why do we have to take it on? You have a bad depth perception. Jet, do you wear glasses? I left them in my Tesla. That would make sense. <laughs> 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 yeah, so speaking of, like devils and shit like so we we fought that that demon man but also like cleo and her dad had horns too and i think that's like a normal thing i'm not super sure but jatoba had a homie like that too so like i guess it's all right like obviously i didn't question it in the moment because that would have been rude but there's some whack shit happening around here and and this little dude i'm gonna point at namora like on my shoulder he's freaky as shit but you know i mean he's he seems cool we, we haven't really said anything, but he makes us real uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> what? I guess I guess now's a good time to bring it up since we're enclosed in boats. But uh, <laughs> We've been kind of keeping our eyes real close. How do him. you know that guy isn't like a spy? I mean, like he can't even say many words. All he says is friend and fun. Like he's just trying to have a good time. And I, I feel that because I'm trying to party. Does he even eat? He, he, he fends for himself as far as I can tell. Like there's just like, Whole sections of time where I don't see him, and then he's just back, so... To be fair, though, he does bring you gifts every time he comes back, so, like, that's kind of cool. That's what I'm saying. He kind of does a little more than Frederick. Oof, shots fired. Look, Frederick is the best and gives the most companionship, and I don't have to worry about him being a spy and running off and disappearing and telling some demon master what we're up to. True. Frederick also doesn't steal shit. Yeah! Our companions are not here to help us steal shit. They're here to love us. Okay, well then I would like for my companion to be treated with that same level of respect. Okay, you just missed everything I just said. Fine. He needs to not go steal things. What do you mean? Look, he's stealing for us though, or at least me. I don't know. He's my friend, I guess, but like... Then maybe ask him not to. Why, why would I do that? He's, he's doing what, what's best. Because he's stealing stuff that doesn't belong to us. It, it was from a demon's house, as far as we know. What? We don't know where it's from. But he, I saw him, he first had him when they were, when we were in the demon's house. So I assume it's from there. Are there any like labels on it that say like Al's chemicals? Blueberry investigated all the ones in the, in the box to see if they were health potions. Yeah. They all say AC on the bottom. <laughs> all right. Well, either way, like you look at this, like spices cost like 30 cents and soy sauce is even cheaper. So like 
We shouldn't feel bad about taking these. Oh my god. Okay, so take them. I mean, I I have them. I own them. I'm not just gonna drink soy sauce. Bro, we've been over this. I'm not taking another shot of soy listen, sauce. Listen, listen, listen. If you think that he's doing good for you, prove it. Uh, can we make some, like, tea out of the saffron when we get to shore? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's, that's the best way to consume saffron and mint. Let's do that at Zephyr's house. Yeah. Well, all right. I will prove it to you. I just feel like on the boat's probably not a good... Yeah, we're a little rocky here. <laughs> on the off chance that he's trying to kill me, I don't want to keel over on, on, on a boat. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, that makes sense. Are you guys wanting to get back to Zephyr's now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta go drop these boats off. I'm bringing us double time right back to Zephyr's. Bringing the boats right back to where they were. Do you, do you guys think he's gonna be there? As you say that, Sebastian, roll me a d20, a 10 or higher, and the owner of this house will be here. Ooh, oh, no shit. way. Don't fuck it up, Sebastian. Come on, come on. 14. Ooh, okay. Hey. All right. So, like, okay, so if, if he's here, like, what are we, what are we gonna do? Hopefully talk to him. Tell him about Isora. Talk to him about what we need to do. How are we going to introduce ourselves to him? Yeah, we, we can't just go in and be like, hey, you know Yasora, that chick you brought out of prison? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. That might be that might be a little sketchy, though. Like, he might be trying to stay on the down low, not wanting people to know his, like, illicit affairs, you know? Yeah, he's, he's chilling on the docks. He's got a nice little fishing house. All he does is go fish now. I feel like this is his retirement plan, you know? Either way, we're gonna have we're gonna have a talking point because we have to say, "Hey, we brought these boats back." Uh, Jet, where did you get these from? Uh, right, right in these bays over here. I want to try to row us right back to where I got them. Well, drop me off on the edge first. I don't want to go through the water again. Yes, good idea. Yeah, we'll drop her off. Anybody else want to drop off while I'm I'm stopping by? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'll pop out. I guess. All right, everybody's dropping off. I'm gonna bring these back, so I'll go by myself. As you pop open this little gate and start bringing one of the boats in, you hear, Didn't expect these back. Thought I was going to have to take it up with Kovar. In here, there is a bald gnomish man. He seems to be fixing up the boat that was damaged before. He currently holds a hammer in his right hand, which has a metal glove on it. You can see he pushes up his sleeves. There are some tattoos on his arm. You can leave them there. I'll take care of them. Stay out of too much trouble. Thank you. Is your name Zephyr, by chance? Uh, I think you got the wrong fella. Just a man who likes to fish. What What is your name? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to intrude on you like this. I, I appreciate you being so kind. You could just call me Barrett. Barrett? Do you, do you mind coming with me quick? I have some friends who would love to meet you. Listen, I'm a little bit busy here. Don't really like visitors. They, they've really been looking forward to meet you, though. I, I think it would be... Meet me? Yes. We, we've heard a lot about you. And where would they have heard of me? From some friends. Listen, uh, if you're looking for more stuff with Kovar, Jaria, just head back to Haven. How do you know Kovar? He stands up. He starts looking at you. Listen. Not really happy with this right now. You're in my space. I don't really normally work with people who know where I live. What do you need? My friends and I were looking for information. 
On what? We're looking for information on a prison. All right. The magistrate prison. Hmm. We have a friend that we're we're trying to help, and he's he's very close to us, and we we cannot continue on with our journey until we have him back. And it would absolutely mean the world to us if we could get him back. And that's why we need your help. He's family to us. You want to break into the magistrate's highest prison to rescue your friend. Do you know how bloody stupid that is? Honestly, we don't care. We want him back. Like I said, he's our family. and We'll do anything for our family. Go get your friends. Why don't you let me go open the front door for you? I'm going to go back to everybody else. Hey, everyone. I met a friend. Just come follow me. I'm going to go to the front door. All right. You head up these stairs. You can see that your meow note is still here. <laughs> oh, God, take it off. Oh, God, take it off. Oh, God, take it off. <laughs> I want to snag that real quick. Why? A few moments later, he comes out and unlocks the front door. It is a long hallway with a door at the very end that is closed. Come on in. Instead of going towards the door that is closed, he pushes open a wall next to him to get into the house. Whoa. Barrett, I'd like you to meet my friends. Come on in. Let's talk. Barrett. Inside, this is like a studio apartment, if you will. It's a relatively big place, but there is just a bed, a fireplace with a bunch of logs next to it, couch, a fur rug. He has two small fish tanks here. One is completely filled with only vegetation, and the other one has a very small, it almost looks like a shark. And then there is a desk, and there is a hatch in the corner. Are these fresh water or, or salt water? The shark is definitely salt water. We'll say the other one's fresh water. <gasps> is this tank empty? No no fish in this one? Uh, no, just just the corals. Because I know someone who's trying to um, rehome some freshwater fish, and it'd be so cool if I could bring them here. Um, I, yeah, know, talk about that after we... Okay, okay, yeah, no, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> sorry. I'm Blueberry Sky. Sup, I'm Xander. Uh, Sebastian and Jet, yes. Oh. Uh, you knew my name? Yes. Wait, how? Huh? <laughs> you uh, were with the tattoo man. <gasps> Jazz! Jaria asked where to find you, and you mentioned a few different places, all of them not helpful, one of them being a tattoo shop. See, he's got a desk. He's got a chair at the desk. He also has this like nice long sofa. And you can see he's got a couple of chairs of just different stuff. One is completely made of stone. Uh, you can see he goes to sit in that one. But a lot of it is fancy and ornate. What's the height of the desk? Like for him. Okay. When he sits up high, his feet don't touch the ground. Uh, he's only about three foot tall. So I'm going to have to stand the whole time. No, I mean, there is full on sofa here. That is human or elven size. Oh. Oh. But he has a smaller stone chair, which looks a little big for him. I'll pop a squat on the sofa. Why did you find me and not just ask 
Jaria. He doesn't really like us too much. Um, we don't know him very well. Yeah, he kind of yelled at us. And you do not know me at all. Yeah, but you've come with uh, high recommendations from someone we really trust. May I ask where this recommendation is from? I need to know if you are friend or foe. You remember the the lady that you kind of helped get out of prison, Yasora? Like, I know she wasn't your main goal, but she like... Speaker of the Crimson Grove, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, we saved her and like, and that whole grove, like that was us this year. It just happened. <laughs> yeah, new, news will get here. Don't worry. It, I'm sure it takes a little bit here. You guys don't have like email and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know she is still safe. She was, uh... Very thankful. Now, you want to break your friend out of the magistrate's highest prison. You are sure he is there? Yeah. We know he's there. We have an inkling. Well, we know he was arrested because he accidentally did magic that brought us here. And if it comes down to us breaking him out, that's what we'll do. Well, he's not leaving until they think he is ready. So it may be best what is your budget? Budget? Well, we could probably find what we need. What do you need? You are asking to break someone out of an incredibly impenetrable fortress. Yeah. Or like at least maybe like a list of tips or something. <laughs> you don't happen to work for exposure, do you? Oh my no, God. <laughs> Sebastian, go outside if you're going to suggest shit like that. <laughs> You genuinely think you could do this with a list of tips and tricks? I don't know. Maybe you have like a map of the prison or I don't know, something that would be helpful because we have nothing right now. We don't even know where the thing is. In that case, I will need payment up front because you will be perishing. Oh, oh perishing? My God. Tight, tight. What do you mean by that? If you think you can do this alone. Well, I'm not sure if we have much of a choice because... We don't have much of the money of this area. Well, how much did you get for the job you did last night? Uh, I have 59 gold. We haven't gotten that money yet. Uh, we, You can just go get it from Kovar. We can call it even. We'll write a little recommendation letter, an IOU, and you can take it to Kovar, and he'll pay you whatever he was going to give us. No, we can go get it. We're not going to make him go pick up the money. We can go get it. I just don't remember even how much it was. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how deep that ship has sank in the aftermath of that fire. They might not even have any more money to pay you. Oh, well, that's just great. They freaking better. Well, we're gonna find out. If you need money, we will come up with money. We will find a way. It will be expensive. How much we talking? We aren't talking in gold amounts anymore. Oh. Oh. Wait, there's more than that here? What else is there? Platinum. Platinum? Be straight up. How many platinum is this gonna take? 75. Ooh, fine. Oh boy. How much gold is that? 750. 750 gold? If you give me 25 now, I will start working on the plans. If not, come back to me when you have 75 and we can get to work. Why is this going to cost so much? Most of the time, I'm not risking my life. In this case, I am. Oh, hey, uh, guys, so... If, if we're looking for some money, uh, Jaria said he was kind of going to kill us if we didn't go back for that winery thing. Uh, uh-huh. So we can either pay this guy and peace or... I mean, yeah, I think we have to go do that. I think we have to start making the money from these jobs so we can come back. I mean, we're supposed to get paid anyway, right? Yeah. Does anyone remember how much that was? 
Do we have 250 gold right now between the four of us? I have 90. I have 60. I have 107. I got 99. We confront that 250. If you want to get started on the plans, I guess. What other choice do we have? I don't think we have another choice. We need to get Kingsley out. What else are we going to do with this cash? As you say that, you can see he starts writing. I want to put all all 90 of my gold on the table. Well, why don't you take back like 10, 15 of that for yourself? Yeah, keep, keep some. We're probably going to need supplies and stuff, man. We all share our money. It's fine. Are you speaking for everybody? I don't, I don't want to give you my muns. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if we do 70 from you. If I put down 30, that's 100. That's 100. And then Sebastian and I each do 75. Yeah. 75, 75, 70, and 30. I will get started. This is non-refundable. Oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we know how it goes. <laughs> All right, well, let's go get our, uh, let's go get our paycheck and, uh, see what's up with the wine. This guy doesn't seem like he's trying to trick us, right? Give me insight. Oh, 11. I mean... He pushed a wall open to some secret hidey hole. And he knew all of our plans. He seems like he is actually a little bit giddy. He looks like he is excited. He's already starting to write down plans. Zephyr, do you do you do this a lot? Oh, uh, something this big hasn't been a while. I haven't been doing much work myself lately. Just the stray plan write-up or two, but I, I don't perform these things much anymore. It sounds enticing. You sure you can you can make it happen again, right? Well, you know what happens in a place like that prison after someone escapes. They make it more intense. They plug all the holes. Oh yeah. Did he just answer to Zephyr? Did I say Zephyr? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely it. did that. <laughs> Got him. Bamboozled. Ha, totally meant to. Got him. Welcome to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60 year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Okay, well, do you need anything from us as far as, like, supplies, uh, stuff we should get together beforehand, uh, any prep work? Oh, yes. Okay. This will come with the plan, and the gold will go to that. Tight. Oh, okay. So that's helpful. Oh, you didn't think I was taking all of this as profit. No, this is, this is parts and labor. Oh, okay. That makes me feel a little better, I guess. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go find Kovar. We've got till evening to get there. I don't know what we're going to do with the rest of the day. How long is it going to take for him to have our plans done? 
That is a good question. I have to find all my old notes, and I have to figure out exactly what they did. Once you get me the platinum, we can start moving to Elvereth. Okay. Well, do you by chance have a fireplace so that my young cohort here can make some tea? He, like, gestures over to the fireplace that is currently not lit. Please do not stay longer than you need to. No, we, we can do this later. It's okay. We'll, we'll get out of your hair and you can start prepping. They, they gotta have some sort of tea That's stuff. actually rather rude. Oh? We gotta make some tea for him. Oh, oh! I said hair. Oh, 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 God. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I didn't oh. even notice. Can I offer you some tea? Damn, damn it, Sebastian. Get outside. I'll go wait outside. I'm hanging my head and just walking out. As you start to walk out, he goes, make sure you use the front door. I'm going to walk out with him and uh, reach out for a dap. Dap with Zephyr. Good looks, bro. Thank you so much. We'll catch you later. He has like looked up at you and he has locked eyes with you and he's not stopped writing with his hand. All right. And I just <laughs> smooth out my hat and just keep walking out. Uh, you guys all head outside. What is your plan going from here? Um, Look, I mean, it's barely midday, right? He wanted you to come back at night. That was before the giant fire at Haven. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so yeah, we could we can head there, talk to Kovar, get our money, and I mean, we're there anyway with Jaria. We can always just ask if he's ready, and if not, we'll come back. We got time to kill. Do any of you have, like, plastic baggies I could carry fish in? If we do, I'm gonna be real upset, because I had to put my lasagna <laughs> into a cloth bag, so if someone okay. says, oh, I got plastic, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you. I don't, I don't <laughs> okay. care who you okay. are. Okay, well... <laughs> We're making tea with, with Xander's vials anyway, and I have a vial of poison. If we make the tea, I'll empty the poison, we can clean them out, and then we have three vials for fish to bring back to Zephyr. Are you trying to say you're going to put fish in a vial of tea? <laughs> no, after we drink it. Then it's empty vial. Vials are not going to work for fish. They're just going a little ways. Are you trying to squish a little fish in a vial? It's, just, it's the lasagna all over again. You just got to oh. push it in there. You're going to squeeze the poor fishes to death. How big are these fish? <laughs> Okay, well, we don't, we don't, we don't have any, we don't have any plastic. I'm sorry, uh, and y'all don't want to use vials, so I don't know. There's got to be a way to transport them. Maybe, maybe we can get some like jars or glasses or something from from one of the inns. Maybe there's like a vase in the shop. I'm sure there's something in there that'll work. Hey, uh, so about visage, by the way, I thought I'd bring this up. Um, we kind of know how to get in the safe. And we kind of owe that guy a lot of money. I'm sure the guys aren't there anymore. Just saying, if y'all would like to slip back in, we have to get blueberries fish anyway. Two birds with one stone. That's all I'm trying to get at here. Maybe we could use the safe to carry the fish. Even better. We take listen, the money out. Listen. That would be like just as heavy, if not heavier, than the tank itself. And also, that's not our money. Who said that we were thieves? Who said that we were stealing money from others? I mean, he kind of stole it, so it's... I think he's big dead, Jet. You think he's big dead? Y he's not there anymore. The only people that are in Visage are the two guys who tried to kill me. Like, they're, they're, and they're tied up. God knows what happened to them. We should probably check on them, honestly. Didn't we tell people to go there to grab them? 
We just let Jaria know that they were chilling there. So they probably went in the safe. Well, then it won't hurt for us to check. Maybe it is a good idea to check on their well-being. And we'll check on the fish. We'll check on the well-being of the fish, and then we'll check on... The well-being of the safe. Yeah. Bro, you're, we're trying to get home, man. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. I'm not trying to be a thief on the way. Well, look, look, dude, all the money that's in there came from counterfeit sales. It's stolen anyway. You don't know that. Yes, I do. But then if it's stolen, shouldn't it like go back to the government or something so it can be distributed? Nah, fuck the man. The government's not going to use that money properly. We will. I want to lead the way back to there. You guys start heading towards Visage. As you're walking through Pastel, Things are a little bit different. It's just a little more quiet than usual. There aren't as many people out. Ever since the fire, there seems to be a different air to the whole city. There are still people out, but there aren't as chipper, and they are more rare. And as you're walking through, you start to walk closer to the market, and ahead of you is a somewhat dirty, older tabaxi woman who is standing on a crate and speaking to a small crowd of people. Oh? What's all this about? The voiceless can't help us anymore. They can't even keep themselves safe. I, I know it's tradition. They were the beginning, but we cannot keep relying on them. Look, the Ashen Phoenix are good people. They're trying to save us from the tyrants that are the voiceless. No more taxes, no more fake assistance, no more saving us from the Valrith Guard. The Voiceless aren't doing anything for us. We live on dirt streets. They live on brick. We live off of plants and the occasional fish. They live off of meat and imported goods. We work all day and starve while they do nothing but collect money from us and conduct criminal activities. The Ashen Phoenix helped stop my roof from caving in. I talked with Jaria about it months ago, and he just laughed at me. Told me it would cost too much to repair, and that I should find a new place to live. He wanted to show me some of his lovely properties owned by them to rent. He wouldn't fix the damage for anything less than ten gold. The Ashen Phoenix came to my door and helped me for one gold and had it fixed that day. She's continuing and just kind of preaching to them. Some people are asking questions about what happened. Yo, guys, let's uh, let's step to the side and let's talk real quick. Yeah. Did we pick the bad side? Here's what I'm going to suggest here, because we don't know what's going on here in Pastel. We don't know who's like the quote unquote good side here. So let's get our necks away from this blade that we're on right now. Jaria's on us about this wine thing. We, we just finished a job for them. Cleo seemed like a good person, but she also seemed like she was kind of desperate, so she just went for who who she needed. I say we finish this job, and then we just kind of lay low and see who can help us where. Let's learn anything, but let's not pick sides. That doesn't seem like a good idea right now. I don't think we're trying to. We're just trying to get by as innocently as we can. Yeah, but any any outsider looking into this is going to assume that we have picked a side. Yeah, if we murder people for them. Well, we haven't murdered anybody for them. We have just been working with the voiceless. Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely have not accidentally murdered anyone with fire. Um, anyway, so, uh, 
people are probably going to think we're with the voiceless just because we are doing jobs for them. Regard, like if they see that we're doing jobs yeah. for them, regardless of like if we are or not are not killing people. We're not advertising that fact. I know we aren't, but like people can see shit. We haven't been in public areas though. People have probably seen us coming out of Haven. People watch each other all over. This is a town where I assume word travels fast. Eyes everywhere. This isn't LA. I don't care about my reputation here. I just want to do good things and get home. Yeah, but you also don't want to get your throat slit like your boy here. Well, yeah, we're obviously, we're not going to work with the voices when we don't have to. I think we know that. Yeah, I think I, I I like what Xander's saying. We we get our money. I mean, we can see what's up with this wine thing, but I mean, the dude's threatened to kill us if we didn't come back. Like, yeah, what are we supposed to do? Maybe that's a reason for us to go. Who's going to protect us? Who's going to pay us? We don't have enough money to pay for the mission we need to do that would get us out of here. We can't leave. I feel like at this point we need to protect ourselves. We do that by getting out of here as quick as we can. Then we can't use Zephyr. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to agree with you guys, but we need money too. I feel like we got to do what we have to with Yash and Phoenix or the Voiceless. Whoever's going to get us that money to get with Zephyr to just get us out of here. We need to get money as quick as possible. How much more platinum do we need? 50. 50 platinum as quick as we can. Yeah, and and they, they owe us God knows how much. I mean, that was a quick rush job and it was breaking into Valor. That's got to be a pretty substantial amount. And then if if they offer to pay even more for the winery, they said it's their biggest thing yet. Let's go to the winery. We won't be in bad blood with them. They won't want to kill us. And we get paid. Let's work on Visage first and then then we'll head there, I guess. We just, we need to get there in time. We just got to get there before tonight. It'll be fine. Just sundown. Yeah. We got this. All right. So let's go as quick as we can. You guys leave this little part of the market, continue on, uh, and you see Visage in all its glory. There are no torches lit. There's nothing going on inside. It feels like this place has not been open for quite some time. A few days, it looks like. And the doors are chained closed. Oh. Okay, so somebody's been here. Mm. Well, we don't know that they've been here. The door is chained shut. Uh, Can I use my lock picking set to try and open the lock? Give me a dex roll. Should we, like, form a little wall around him? <laughs> I want to keep a lookout for anyone that's paying attention to us. 17. This thing pops open super easy. Hell yeah. Blueberry, you're looking around. People don't seem to be looking right now. There's not very many even market stalls open right now. Okay, so we know someone's been here, but we don't know if anyone's been inside. So maybe they just came to grab the guys and chain up the thing. Who knows? Just stay on your guard. Yeah, maybe they just came to chain it up and leave. Can I stand at guard in front of the door? In front. Inside. 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 Remember, this is a wall of windows. Yeah. Um. Maybe outside. I feel like outside would be better. <laughs> you you kind of look guardy. Just act natural, bro. Lean up. I'm just I'm just gonna like lean against the door. Like I'm just gonna act cool. He's a loiterer. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing as you enter Visage? Looking around to see what has changed. Not a lot. Fish still there? The fish are there, and the tank is much dirtier than it had been. Oh. Hey, didn't he say he was going to come get these? Yeah. I want to feed them real quick. It takes you a second to find actually where it is. 
where this thing is sitting. It is actually sitting on like a pedestal and it actually takes a second to notice there's actually an opening in the pedestal. It's a small drawer. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of food. Um, is there like a desk or something up there that uh, might have a drawer or a place where there would be a key for the safe? There is a desk way out in one of the corners that looks like it's for sale. Perfect. Let's. Can I go look through that? Give me an investigation. I would like to peek my head in the back and see if our friends are there. Just, just kind of like crank the door up a little bit. They are not. Guys, they're fucking gone. Neither is the safe. Oh, guys, they took the safe. I got a three. It was a nat one, but it's up to three now. Sebastian, give me investigation while you're back there. That's a nat one there, bud. Yeah, it's dark back there. Cool. Nice. No safe and no friends. How many fish are there and how big are they? There are four fish. Okay, that's not too much. Some of them are like koi sized, like an older koi. Holy that's shit. That's a big that's fish. A huge fish. Oh no. We'll say there is a hermit crab. <gasps> oh, that's fun. Are they all in the same tank or are they separated? They're all in one tank. My God. What kind of watertight containers can I see around the shop? Like vases or um, bins that seem watertight sort of stuff. There are some ceramic jars over in, there's a, I don't know if you remember, there's an Egyptian sort of type area. It's not obviously Egyptian, but it is very sandy. It looks like stuff from a sand temple. So there's a bunch of sandy ceramic pottery that would be able to hold fish and water. Are they big enough for all four? Yeah, I mean, some of them are like, you would need both you and Jet to carry one. You would be able to find one big enough for the two koi, and then the other two guys are really small. They would fit in something much smaller. Guys, will you help me with this? Uh, I I can help with the fish. Would they fit in Zephyr's tank? Can I tell? It might be somewhat small to grab all of them into Zephyr's tank. What do we do? Maybe we could just get another fish tank for Zephyr. We'll we'll go buy another one for him. Just add it to our list. Can we not take this one? I feel like it would be heavy as fuck. Well, it'd be so much heavier to carry a full tank. You empty the water first. You need the fish? Well, then where are we going to put the water? We could just dump it on the floor. Who cares? We put the fish in something, dump the water out, carry the tank over there, and then voila. Uh, so how, how, how would you like to distribute them? Uh, we can help carry, we could bring the big old tank somehow. I could turn into a horse if that helps. Would, would the, the tank even survive if it was on horseback? I don't know. Is it heavy enough that I can carry it? I mean, if the water was out of it, yeah. We would need two containers for the fish and we'd need the tank. One person to carry the tank. Okay. So me and Xander take one vase each, blueberry horse, jet tank. We'll pour the water into the vases enough to at least secure the fish. So we can just pour them in there. And then whatever else water is left, we just put in the new tank. Bing, bang, boom. Done. Okay. Okay. I will take the hermit crab because I feel like Xander's probably a little stronger and he can carry the koi if he hugs, hugs it. And then you guys have to dump out the water. Just pour it on the sand, like sand absorbs. Oh yeah, there's a little beach over there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pour it in the beach. I'm gonna help with the, the someone carrying a vase instead of the tank, because that's more important. 
Oh, me, please. Yeah, okay. You, I'm carrying the coin. Oh, wait, no, I forgot Sandra has the big one. (laughs) I just need you to tell me your strength scores. Oh, no. (sighs) Ten. Nine. Sixteen. Nine. Yeah, you guys can easily carry that much. Nice. Cool. I grabbed the fish food, too, by the way. It's, like, in my pockets. Good call. You head back over to Zephyr's. How are you entering? Knocking on the door. Takes a second, and he opens the door. Hi. So sorry. Oh. We brought fish. Um, oh, okay. I was worried about them because no one was taking care yeah, of them. Yeah. We didn't talk about it after. I know, but I didn't know what else to do. So we've got two koi. They're really, really beautiful. We've got uh, this uh, gale fish. Um, he's kind of cool looking. And then there's this cute little hermit crab. And we've even got a whole tank here. We just don't have m- much water because we couldn't care that much. Ooh. And I brought some food too, so you don't have to worry about food for a while. You can see he actually gets excited when he sees the tank. Ooh, that is quite large. Okay, yes, put them in the water here. And if you would like to just put the tank over here, and he just like has a spot on the floor, he kind of just like gestures. Okay, great, 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 great. We do that and we pour the fish back in the tank. <laughs> There's a little bit of water left over, uh, and he has you pour it into the new tank on the ground. Blueberry. You look around this room. You can see over by his desk, he has multiple papers taped in a grid on the wall that are already full of notes and drawings. Mm. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. That's it. We'll leave you alone now. Uh, (laughs) Do you have any advice on like how to make quick money in this town? None that Jet will allow. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Peace out, dude. Another dap. I'm attempting another dap. Oh, shit. What is he going to do now that he does? He's not writing. He's not distracted. I just rolled a nat 20. He just daps you up. Hell yeah. He knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Zephyr. That's a connection. <laughs> As you start to leave, he says, yeah, yeah, I figured that one out while you were gone. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> we'll see you soon. All right. Uh, we'll see. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) That was supposed to be a, oh, we'll see if you get 50 platinum soon or not, but it Uh. sounded kind of creepy. It was a lot more threatening. It sounded like he was going to take our shit and leave. All right. Should we head straight to Haven now? Yeah, it sounds good. Haven it is. As you arrive back to the platform that Haven used to sit on, you can see there are a bunch of tents now on this platform. The stairway is also heavily guarded by Valorith guard members as well as the members of the Voiceless. It currently looks like no one is allowed up these stairs right now. On this staircase, surrounded mostly again by these Valorith guard, is a large, brown, bull-like humanoid walking on two legs. Oh, shit. He is shirtless and has only a strap around his chest that holds a large great axe made of stone. Whoa. Are we going to ask for Kovar or other guy that I always forget his name? Jaria. Jaria. The Minotaur's blocking the stairs. Him and a bunch of guards. I don't really know if I want to talk to the big bull man here. Um, we just have to be polite. Are we asking for Jaria or Kovar? Uh, probably Kovar. Jaria doesn't like us at all. And then when, we'll, get, we'll get the deets from Kovar if like Jaria's ready. You know, he's probably got the download. Yeah, shit. yeah. Okay, I go up to the bull guy. Stop there. Hi. What business do you have in Haven? 
Hi, we're looking for Kovar. Six feet under. Excuse what? me? What? Like there's a basement here or? What is your business in Haven? Kovar owes us money. Hey, Brillberry, what about that other guy? Is he alive? We also were going to have a meeting with Jariah. Daria. Jaria. <sighs> no weapons. Leave them here. I mean, this is just like a stick. This is like my walking stick. Is that okay? Give me deception. <laughs> yeah, she has she has real bad uh, minor scoliosis. Sebastian, do you have proficiency in deception? Yes. Okay, then I will allow you to give the help action. <gasps> oh, no, it was oh, <laughs> nine. He goes, no, nothing. Weapon. I mean, fine, you can hold it. It's literally a stick. Here. He grabs it and hands it off to one of his other guys. And he starts just like looking at the rest of you guys. So let's all get in line and hand our weapons over. I'll take off my katana and uh, hand it over to him. I'm going to try to hide my crossbow. Like, can I like try to hide it under my coat? I mean, and then turn my coat into like a bigger coat. (laughs) He saw you walk up with it is the thing. What if I duck behind Jet real quick? He's way bigger than me. (laughs) You could certainly try. I would love to. Give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Oh, God. It's in that one. Oof. He just knows you're behind Jet and acting weird. No weapons. Okay. Can can Nomura sneak a shiv? I'm just not taking off my bag. I'm just going to leave my bag on my back. Okay. Okay. It's right. for my camera. That's it. That's all that's in there. Jet, you hand over Warhammer. Xander, you gave over the katana. But I have so many knives. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys are done, he holds out his hand. Back. Oh, come on, bro. I'm just trying to protect my, my camera. Bags. Do not go in. That doesn't even make sense, bro. Where are we supposed to put things? You may stay out here with the bag. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll stay out here with everyone's bags. He gestures you over to the spot they put all your weapons and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I got that. Okay. I don't, I don't feel comfortable leaving him behind, but... I'll be fine. I got Nomura. So you guys are all handing over your bags? Yeah. He turns around to one of these other guards and he says, Take them inside to see Jaria. All of these guards that are here have their spears drawn and shields drawn. They're all on alert. And he takes you into a large tent where Jaria is sitting at a makeshift desk. There are four more guards in here, all holding their spears and have shields on their backs. He looks up at you. So you did come back after all. I thought with the fire you may have forsaken our little agreement. No, we're not like that. Good to hear. We heard about Kovar. This is a shame. Was it the fire? I wish. He was killed last night by an assassin from the Ashen Phoenix. <gasps> Found him throat slit by a serrated knife. I'm going to point to my scar and be like, they like to do that. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. We're in a tough spot. We need reinforcements from Valrith, but the Valrith guard want to speak with Kovar. Right, Kovar was like your connection or Yes. They may send guard to completely take over Pastau. We just did a job for Kovar. What do you think we should do about that? 
You're asking for payment. Did you complete the job? Yes. Cleo was happy? Very, yes. Delighted. He stands up for a second and he starts pacing. I can give you very little right now. But if you do the job that you agreed to, you will fall into much more wealth than what I can give you now. Okay, well, but uh, not to not to interrupt. I'm sorry. That's what you said when you offered us a second job, and uh, here we are, uh, not getting properly compensated for the work that we did. So, you are in the right. We are in the wrong. If you want to say that on the other end of a fire, I mean, we're kind of desperate. So, I I will say it, but we are as well. We had our entire operation disrupted. All of our gold that was in our safe house was stolen. But I know where it is. Uh Uh-huh. I take it that's our next job. He pulls out a bag attached to his own person. He starts counting out. This is what I have to give you right now for your last night's job. And it's ten gold each. So how much are we talking for this next job? Well, I'm sure they've spent some of it. At the very least, 700 gold. Each? (laughs) Funny. And is that including the repayment from this? I am saying that you will be able to keep everything that they have. Okay. They may have more. They may have less. Correct. I doubt they've spent the money that quickly. What is the job? Simple. Kill them. Who? I forgot. You are not one for... Death. They have a leader. Someone who knows best how someone who thinks they are changing the city. We can take out the leader. The Ashen Phoenix crumbles. And we can possibly even grab some of their recruits for our own. Either way, we will be able to reclaim our spot in Bastow without having to worry for our own necks. What is the name of this leader? We do not know. Is there any information you can give us on him or her? I know where they are. Where? New Beginnings Winery. Oh, that makes sense. What do they do there? It's a front. They do sell wine. It's fine. It's a front for their illegal activity. Well, I'm assuming this was part of the job you were talking to Blueberry about. Do we have all the details? Are we ready to go? Do we know how to recognize whether someone's a leader or not? I do not know. If you are against killing, then be careful. Do we have a a plan, an entryway, anything? I gave you the building. I gave you the place. That's all I have for you. Okay. And this leader is behind the fire from last night? Yes. Insight check. Give me insight. 13. He has been very straight with you so far. <sighs> what, what's everyone's thoughts on going with this? We have to do it. We have to continue on. Can we bring him to you if the opportunity arises to do it non host Hmm. I would like that. (laughs) 
Okay, so I guess that's a win-win. Uh, <laughs> he has a sly smile as he says that. Well, what do we say, everyone? Uh, let's, um, you know, let's do our best. We can try. So we have an agreement. I suppose so. Yeah, we're gonna try. The earlier you go, the more lives that will be saved. Okay, where is it? The other end of the city, by the sea. And you guys remember that the picture on the wine bottle had a building that butted up right up against the arch. All right, let's reconvene with Xander. Thank you for the information. So sorry about your loss. Thanks for the money. I kind of say it was like a hint of sass. Oh my god. (sighs) (laughs) I drag him away. (laughs) (laughs) One of the guards escorts you back out. Minotaur doesn't say anything, just kind of pushes you guys along. I'll give him ten gold. Oh, Oh, tight. Thanks. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about the Minotaur. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, let's um, let's head out. We update Xander on the job. I don't want to kill anyone. We've gotten pretty uh, pretty good at like incapacitating rather than killing. How do we figure out if the Ash and Phoenix are good? That's that's something that we might not find out. Well, we're only on like sort of bad terms with the Ash and Phoenix. Maybe if we approach them with like the white flag and just try and talk to him let him know what's going on we got a couple ways we can approach this we could just go whole hog into it fuck these dudes up or we can try and talk to the ashen phoenix and be like yo this is what the voiceless are trying to do we're not trying to kill anyone we just we're just trying to get paid if if we do this winery job i don't see us getting in or out of there without doing any sort of harm it's their whole front. I mean, it's entirely possible we could talk to them and be like, this is what Voiceless wanted us to do. But then they're going to be like, okay, well, your job for us is to kill Jaria. Like, that's going to be the job for Ash and Phoenix. Exactly. Here's some, some things to think about. The two guys, our boy Wajinkly, said he'd look the other way if we ever wanted to join the Ash and Phoenix. Now, the only other problem is Katana Boy... He's kind of still tied up in that house, and I don't know when he's going to get back there. He definitely doesn't like us, but he's real afraid of Jet. I don't see us getting into the winery without any casualties. But if we walk in kind of hands up with the info that we have from the voiceless, it would probably go a little easier, but that means we have to go all in on the Ashen Phoenix. Yeah. There's really no going back from that. We could flip a coin. Oh my god. (laughs) It doesn't sound great, but I don't know which direction is going to do us any better. Zephyr seems to be more on the side of the voiceless. Yeah. He said he doesn't doesn't work for them anymore, though. That's true, and Kovar seemed like the one that he was was tight with, so... Yeah. Kovar's not around, then scratch this whole side thought. It, it was good to bring up because we, we don't want to, you know, make him angry at all. The simplest thing is to just do our job and just keep telling ourselves that the Ashen Phoenix set the fucking place on fire and killed Kovar and killed those guy, all those guys just trying to do their jobs and all of these things that suck. Listen, we, we need to think of it this way. Have we seen the Ashen Phoenix do anything good? The only thing we have seen 
is them attacking us, them killing others, them causing chaos. That's it. We've only heard of them being quote unquote good, but we have not seen anything good. They have not shown decency in any way. I know. I'm just scared of being wrong. Has has the voiceless? The, the voiceless? They've been nothing in a way but good to us. They've been stern, but they've been good. I feel like there are more risks involved with trying to switch sides, I guess. I think that the path that we're on is the most logical. I agree. And I think we got to make sure that we're looking out for each other and ourselves above all else, though. That means, like, if it comes down to do or die, you got to do so you don't die. And that might mean someone might have to take a life. Family comes first. Or many, if we storm the winery. I'm all for your plan. I'm just worried we might leave Pastow with the corruption that the Voiceless brings. And these are good people here. But again, I mean, we, we have to do what's best for us, sadly, in this world right now, and we can't really look after others. Solving corruption that exists isn't our responsibility. I mean, we should do what we can to not make it worse, but it's not our responsibility to fix it. As much as I want to help the people, we don't live here. This isn't our world. This isn't our lives. As, as bad as it is to say, our main goal is getting Kingsley and getting home. I'm with it. All right, team. We ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. Hands in. Yay. <laughs> All right, let's go options. You got options. There it is. <laughs> and for today, that's a wrap. Oh. Thank you all so much for listening. You can hear us in one week talk about this episode. We're going to go into all the nitty gritty. What happened with Zephyr? What happened in Al's chemicals? Everything. So check us out over there. Patreon.com slash cast party. And we will see you all in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I didn't like that rhyme. Sorry. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Cast Party. Come join us over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash castparty, where you can get episodes of Behind the Scenes, where we talk about every episode right after it happens. And you can hear my thoughts on it, the cast thoughts on it, some craziness, and a lot of talk about food for some reason. We also have the after party where you can get a bunch more role playing and D&D content. April, we had some goats crashing a party. And in May, we have another member of the cast DMing a one shot that we're super excited for. You'll also have a chance of winning merch that we give away at the end of every single episode of Cast Party. Isn't that crazy? You could join others who have won, like Brent, who is this episode's winner. Grab some sick new clothes over at cast-party.myshopify.com. And come see us again in two weeks for another episode of Cast Party. Bye-bye.
You roll behind you? What is wrong Look, with you? I don't have space, all right? Like, I have so much shit on my desk here. It's like I can put it in front of, like, I can put it right here, and then I'm going to bump it every two seconds, and it's going to fall, so. All right, all right, man. If that's what you do, that's what you do. I'm just. Wow, now I feel like. Surprised I feel like such a dick now because I when I reached out first to ask you, like, hey, after you roll, can you just make sure you say it into the mic? You have to do a whole fucking 180, yeah. bro. <laughs> I mean, I used to, I used to have it, like, right under the thing, but now I have the laptop like right under where the mic is, so I, I could uh, readjust. Okay. It's just like this is the easiest thing to do. All right. Either way, See, every time you rolled, I thought you went like, "I'm gonna roll over here and throw it," yeah. like, <laughs> because it sounded like you just went right in front of the mic, sort of deal. Well, um, either way, that was a twenty. So, um.